0: Sir! At ease. What news do you bring? They have accepted your offer, sir. They arrive in two days' time. Good. Dismissed. Sir! Your offer, Commander. Have you ever seen a dragon, Captain? Can't say I have. Have you scaled a mountain in full plate? No, sir. But you are ready. You think you can do it? came down to it i think i can sir i had that soldier go and find me people who know they beyond any doubt i had that soldier go and find me dragon hunters the king sent his army to fight this dragon i do not question the king no far from it but my men cannot scale the whispering peak and hope to come out alive these people trained for hunting dragons and paid a hefty sum to do it. They will weaken the beast and lure it to us, but we will be waiting. It will be surrounded and ensnared. What if the beast decides to fly? If the hunters do their job right, the beast won't have that option.
1: The Little Girl and the Dragon, part three. it's the land in a shroud of gray, closing the world in and dulling the senses. The path ahead is not often clear. After the adventure in the forest, the little girl and the young boy followed the map to a snake-like river, full of twists and turns. The weather made it near impossible to see more than five feet beyond their steps, which in turn slowed their journey.
2: What does the map say?
1: It looks like if we follow this river,
3: it will eventually lead to the base of the mountain.
2: What was that?
3: However, there are three rivers on this map with two of them heading away from the mountain, pretty far away. Hmm.
2: I think we're being watched.
3: This fog, I can't see a thing. Listen, ah, what? I don't hear anything. Come on, come on.
1: They walked along the bank of the river, stopping at times to catch their breath or rub their feet. Having been traveling for quite some time. The journey was beginning to take its toll on their supplies and energy. Breaks seemed more frequent, and when they stopped at night to make camp, the task was becoming a tremendous burden. Ugh, these are too damp.
2: It's okay, we'll figure it out. I know we're hungry, tired, and a little cold, but we need to finish setting up my father always said nothing beats a nice soft bed after a long day's work it might not be soft but it will still feel nice i think (sighs) i miss my parents my father is a very funny man and my mother's laugh (laughs) well it's a good one they would just Lay in bed with me and tell me stories of great adventures just like this one. I never mention these parts, though. (laughs) What about you? Did your parents tell you stories?
1: My mother did.
2: Oh, wonderful! Why don't you tell us one now?
1: The young boy abruptly stood and pulled a fishing pole from his bag.
3: Maybe you could try the fire. I'll see if I can catch us
2: anything. Did I say something wrong? I didn't mean to upset you. I'm not upset. Oh, Okay.
1: She watched as he disappeared into the fog. The trees cast eerie shadows as they creaked and moaned, swaying back and forth. Rocks were scattered across the river, their heads cutting the calm of the water. The young boy had to watch his step. The rocks were slippery and the water cold. In the dim light of the moon, he cast his line. The water was still. The air sent a chill up his spine, causing the hair on his neck to stand. He tried again. This time, as the lure hit the water, it was followed by a second splash. Oh, come on. He tried to cast further out, but his line was short. There were fish out there, but he was too far away to attract them. He needed to get closer. His stomach growled, forcing him to make a decision. With great caution and a slow start, he made his way deeper into the river. His breathing was sharp. The cold was inching up his legs as he waded deeper into the river following the sound, led perhaps by his empty stomach. With each step, the shore disappeared behind him. Whoa. Something moved by his feet. His line went taut and almost ripped from his hands. He had caught a fish, or so he thought. With great speed, something wrapped around his legs quickly tightened and dragged him under. He tried to fight, to swim, to pull himself free, kicking as hard as he could, but the surface stayed out of reach. When he opened his mouth to yell, water rushed in, choking him. With each struggle, the grip around him grew tighter. He felt hopeless and afraid, panic shooting throughout his body. He was alone. Unaware of the events taking place, the little girl awaited by the fire, a proud grin on her face.
2: Did you catch one? Hello?
1: No reply. But something was moving behind her. She stared into the bushes behind her fire. They shook and shook until it seemed they could shake no more, and it was at that moment a small creature burst through the foliage. It bounced past, pushing her aside.
2: Was that a frog?
1: The new creature hopped from rock to rock, expertly closing the gap between it and the young boy. What
3: happened to me.
1: He bellowed as he pulled out a small sword.
3: Uh, yeah. you oh.
1: awesome. oh. you the fight was fierce as the pair danced in the moonlight, sword against fang. The beast would whip one of its many tails at the frog, who parried it. It would then come for a bite with its dagger-like teeth, but the frog would hop out of the way. The boy's world was growing dark. His breath was all but gone. Too tired to struggle. His body felt heavy. Desperately, he wanted to rest. And as he was about to give in, he felt the grip of the monster loosen.
3: you coward!
2: What happened?
1: Help me get him out!
2: Will he be alright? He's not breathing.
1: The frog struck the boy's chest. Come on!
2: Please wake up! Please wake up! Come on! Please, open your eyes.
1: (gasps) His eyes flew open, locking with hers. Her world was engulfed by flame. Filled with sounds and heat. An excruciating heat. It was all a blur. She saw glimpses of a house. A fire roared within it. Its flames reaching for the beams. Prying at the windows. Crawling along the floor. More. More. They wanted more. The flames are getting too high, We gotta get away. Please. The scene faded away. Closing her eyes, she could feel the tears caressing her cheeks. The boy was breathing, but had drifted into sleep. She took his cold, wet arms and helped get him back to camp.
3: It's a creature that lures you away from the shallows by tricking you with its many tails, splashing them about, making you think fish are just beyond
2: your reach.
3: And when you are distracted, it wraps its body around you and yanks you
2: down below. And that's a favorite.
3: Yes. Quite dangerous things.
2: I don't think I've ever felt that scared before. It will pass. Believe me.
3: I could tell you some tales that would (coughs) scare... (coughs) (coughs) He's awake! I told you he'd be fine. What happened?
2: You almost died. A feyloof had you.
3: Feyloof.
2: He saved you! Um... I'm truly sorry, but what should we call you? I'm the knight,
1: Adriani. The boy's eyes focused on the figure standing proudly beside the fire.
3: You're a frog?
1: My, how
3: perceptive you are. A talking frog? I was not born like this. I have been cursed. With small height, flimsy arms, webbed feet, and hands, I was a tall man once.
2: Well, we thank you, Adriana.
3: Sir Adriane. He's a frog knight? Listen here, boy. I saved you from the grip of the terrifying fale Least you could do is thank me. Thank you. It's part of my code. Think nothing of it. Now, Where are you two headed? I'm assuming home.
2: Whispering Peak.
3: You live on the Whispering
2: Peak? (laughs) No, we're going there. We're on an adventure.
3: We're going to see the dragon. What dragon? Where have you been? I was cursed, boy. The last thing I remember is being in a tall tower, a staff pointing right at my face, the smell of something burning, and then... nothing. I woke up to the sound of you two. Naturally, I thought, two small children walking by themselves. I must be near a village. Apparently, I was wrong, and I found the two children who want to go see a dragon! Has anyone tried to stop you?
2: No. Why not? They all just seemed to laugh.
3: I wonder why? Follow-up question. Do you even know if you are going the
1: right way?
2: We have a map. (gasps) The map.
1: The young boy was struck with a sudden dread. Where was the map? He pulled a wet and torn piece of parchment from his pocket. It had, at some point, been a map. Now it was nothing more than a useless clump. Had a map.
2: Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Well... It's not. I I, I, I don't know. I. I She's can't. right.
3: There, there, boy. Well, maybe it was fate that I would wake up on the river. I... Doubt it. Nonetheless, I am here. I assume you cannot be persuaded to halt your adventure? No. Then it's settled. I will go with you. Why? I would think that a knight joining the party would be a joyous thing. It is. But why? I could not leave you here in good conscience. It would haunt me for the rest of my days. So I will protect you the best I can on your adventure. I will
1: see it to the end. Thank you. She sprang up and wrapped her arms around the frog. Yes,
3: yes, okay, that's enough.
1: Sir Adriane put them to sleep and took watch for the rest of the uneventful night. When morning came, it brought with it a newfound energy. Fog still covered the land, but the children felt refreshed, as if a great weight had been taken off their shoulders. Packing up their camp, the party set off. They followed the river, its twists and turns, keeping close to one another. The knight regaled them with stories of his adventures before the curse. Time passed quickly, as it does when you find yourself in good company. At night, the routine was the same. Unpack camp, rest your feet, and dream of the journey ahead. After a couple days, the night was certain they were almost there.
3: I feel we should be nearing the base of the mountain. If this blasted fog would do us the courtesy of leaving, it would
2: be easier to tell. Ask you, how did you find yourself cursed?
3: Well, one does not usually find themselves cursed. More often than not, there are a series of events that lead to said cursing. What events led to yours?
2: Ooh, was there a lady? My father would tell me stories of knights rescuing fair ladies.
1: The frog had gone quiet, staring into the fog back the way they came he raised his finger to his mouth, beckoning the others to be silent. Get behind me. No sooner had they scrambled behind their protector than eight black horses burst through, almost on top of them. The knight grabbed them both and dove into the shallows of the river, soaked, the party watched their assailants right away.
2: Who were they?
1: They moved back to shore, drying themselves off as best they could.
2: Who goes there? Uh, Someone else is coming.
1: Good. I would like to have a word. Turn back! It's not safe!
3: We have no intention of doing such a thing. We mean no harm. Will you show yourself or stay hidden for this talk?
1: Four men in armor emerged from the fog. If you
0: will not turn back, I'm afraid you'll have to come with us.
1: The little girl, young boy, and knight were brought into a camp filled with hundreds of soldiers, all running about. There was order in the chaos. Each person had a job. Some were carrying weapons, others crates. Horses were moved to and from their stables. The ground was a thick, wet mud, which swallowed at their feet as they waited for the horses to pass. It was a loud and confusing place. The soldiers brought them to a tent in the middle of the camp, the only place the mud seemed to miss. Wait here! The soldier went inside, coming out a few moments later. This way! Inside, where the candlelight cast an orange hue, making the shadows jump when its flames flicked, the floor was covered in planks of wood, giving grip to their boots. Chairs surrounded a table of food and books were stacked on a shelf along with a set of armor and weapons. It felt as if they were standing in a room within a home, not a tent in the mud. Two men stood, leaning over the table in the center, absorbed in their work. Neither raised their eyes as they spoke.
0: What is this? We found them up by the river. They wouldn't turn around, so we thought they should be brought here.
1: The soldier sounded nervous. The man whom he was addressing wore all black armor with a green cloak. His hair was short, his face pointed, and he had eyes that seemed they could cut right through you. He looked up. Dismissed. He stared at the three, his eyes surveying them.
0: Why are you out here? And what made you disobey the soldier when he told you to leave?
1: At that, the second man looked up from the table. He did not wear armor, but some rather plain clothes that looked soft He wore a similar cloak, but his was lined with fur. His hair was long and mostly gray. A beard covered his face, but his eyes looked kind.
0: If you'll excuse us, Captain. Sir. I apologize for the captain. His manners are often lacking.
1: He crossed his arms and leaned against the table. Now,
0: what do we have here? A little girl, a young boy, and a frog. Knight, sir. Frog Knight, of course. What brings you to my camp? We we are on on an an adventure.
2: We came to see the dragon.
0: The
1: frog kicked her shin.
0: She need not worry, Sir Knight. You three have done nothing wrong, and you are free to speak. But I'm afraid this is where your adventure ends. You see... We are also here because of this dragon, and I cannot afford to have children running about.
2: But if we can just... I'm
0: sorry.
1: The answer is no. They had come so far, and done so much. To turn back now was an utter defeat. I will gather some of
0: my men to escort you back to your homes. Soldier? Sir? Take these three back to their homes.
3: Sir. All right now, follow me.
1: The soldier stepped in as the commander went back to his work.
2: No! No! Wait! Stop! Have you tried talking to the dragon?
1: I have been ordered
0: to deal with it, not engage it in conversation.
2: So you'll just kill it?
0: (sighs) These matters are too big for children to understand. This way! Come
3: now!
2: Is that the answer? Kill what we don't understand? Has it harmed any of us? What if it's alone and afraid, surrounded by people that want to hurt it? Wouldn't that frighten you? Wouldn't you hide somewhere they couldn't reach?
1: Come on! They were escorted from the tent and brought to a makeshift stable of horses where another soldier was waiting.
3: Alright now, we'll get you on these horses and make our way back. The boy will ride with you... The girl can't ride with me. And who, may I ask, has the honor of riding with me? I thought you could ride by yourself. I don't think my legs will reach. Oh, I... But I will try. Here, pass me that shovel so I can balance myself getting up on this great beast. Oh, here you go. Thank you.
1: I'm sorry. The soldier gave him a quizzical look. For Before he could ask another question, the frog had brought the shovel crashing down on the soldiers, <clears> seat, <throat> dropping him to the ground with a loud thud. The others stood in disbelief at the strength displayed by this tiny frog. This
3: would be your golden opportunity to run! Um... Run! Thank
1: you! She tried to give him a hug, but was pushed back. No time for that! Now go! They sprinted away from the fighting frog running into the chaos of the camp. Everything stopped. All eyes were fixed on the whispering peak. Silence cut the land. The little girl's heart pounded within her chest. There's
2: your dragon.
0: This
3: episode was brought to you by Fox Storia. If you have a second, please leave a review. It helps us out. Remember, where wondrous stories are told, marvelous adventures begin to
0: unfold.